Welcome out to the Bulls and the Bears. This is Aaron Warby, and I am here with the incomparable Torino Warby. Hello out there. (laughs) For those of you joining us for the first time, Torino and I are part of Online Trading Academy, the most trusted name in financial education, and celebrating 25 years of service. All right, well, a lot has happened to uh, this this week, and we've got to talk about quite a bit. All right, a couple of things locally. Mm -hmm. This is, um, I don't know, the, the allergens have been worse now than they've been for a long time well i i really don't think you, i have allergies i really think, think i got a cold because our kids were sick with a cold last week they're like my throat hurts and i'm like dumbing it up it's only been a week <laughs> at school go to school you know and i let him stay home for like a day or something and then i made him go the next day and then i got it and that's just murphy's law you know um anyway so I have a little bit of a cold, but so other if people you, if are you sound it. a little nasally, it's either a cold or allergies, one of the two. Or I'm, or I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm going back to my roots, my East Coast roots. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so besides the uh, Phoenix allergens, what we've got going on, which is big news to everyone else, no matter where you're listening, is that yes. the S and P. Uh, it tanked it today. Tanked. But the reason is, is because this morning, the U.S., uh, now it was it was actually headed down yesterday anyway. Yeah. Well, they probably knew. They were like, we know that we're going to be like hitting our credit evaluation, so we'll take it down yeah. a little bit. And, yeah, but, but, but yeah, the U.S. Um, credit was downgraded. Yeah, it was downgraded. This morning. And this is, by the way, August 2nd, uh, 2023. Um, forever is listening yeah. to this later than that. We are no longer AAA. Yes, no longer AAA. And and the last time, now this has happened before. Yeah. The last time it happened, the S&P fell 7%, not in one day, but 7% uh, in total f- as a reaction to the downgrade. Yeah. All right. Um, is it going to happen this time? Well, I think that there are circumstances now that didn't exist before yeah i mean like it's just just how people feel about it it's just going to be sentiment they're like "Eh, so what we got downgraded yeah we're gonna still trade because the s&p is built to go up (laughs) now you're right about that but that does all right highlight that um that the trading today unlike yesterday unlike yesteryear i should say all right when i first started which was before trading on the internet was a big thing um, the the markets actually worked on a value system, mm-hmm. meaning that when I went to buy and when you know somebody that was selling to me went to sell, they would take a look at the company as if they would look at the stock as if they were buying the company. Right. And, and the price was determined based on how you would determine what the price of the company was divided by the number of stocks that were out there. And so all of us had the same information. All of us were doing the same calculation. And so there was, you know, really not a whole bunch of movement between it unless something big happened, like the U.S. credit getting downgraded, meaning that if the U.S. credit is downgraded, all of a sudden it's going to cost more for them to get credit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So future bonds and things like that. And as you know, there will be future bonds because the U.S. continues to not be able to pay its bills. All right. Um, financially, we spend more trying to keep up our debt than we than we bring in in taxes in any given year. Yeah, all right, the maintenance and and the debt. Um, yes. And so, unless they're willing to dramatically raise some taxes, I think that we're going to be stuck 
continuing to to raise the extra money by credit, you know, unless we want to cut off a couple of programs. Yes. And so there was the downgrade that happened. That's going to make it more expensive to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the U.S. to to get credit, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to put us a little bit further behind. All right. Now, so what happened? Well, the S&P fell, the NASDAQ fell, the um, the Dow fell, the Russell fell, everything mm-hmm. fell, yeah. right? It was, it was a great day if you knew how to, uh, you know, how to short the market. If yep. you didn't, you should come into one of our classes because that's, it's really fun. Was it great? <laughs> short the market. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. It's um, really fun. It's unfortunate because I mean that the U S isn't able to, they're just, they just have enough to pay back like their interest payments and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe not even that much, but, and so they well, got yeah, downgraded. They, I mean, it's just terrible, but you know what? They have to borrow all money to pay the, off their debt. All the yeah. countries, all the other first world countries have been waiting for this moment for us to be downgraded. I mean, we know Canada's like, why aren't they falling? They're not, you know, their economy is not good. Why hasn't the stock market fell? Yeah. And so well, they're looking at that. I mean. Yeah. And but, to be fair, no country out there is in really good shape. Right. And none of them are. And so like, it's all about, well, y'all, we all suck. So, (laughs) you know, which one's doing better at sucking? Like our least doing the least worse, you know, at sucking and stuff. And so everybody's kind of hurt that hurting. And so that's where we're at. Yep. You're right. Um, Now, now the big three also fail. Now, of course you (laughs) can't have, uh, you know, the, the NASDAQ or the S&P or the Dow fall. Unless Apple, Amazon, and uh, Microsoft. Microsoft all go down as well. And they were. They, they were down. All right. Um, the NASDAQ was down 2.2. Apple and Microsoft uh, both down a little bit further than that. Uh, now, this is the, this move downwards broke some very key levels. Okay. All right. So the technical traders out there look at key levels. This broke through uh, some of those key levels, putting the markets into a downtrend. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that, now this, this is un- unexpected or this isn't unexpected. Of course, when you get a downgrade, like I said, the S and P last time fell 7%. We we're only down like 2% right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going down further, no big surprise, mm-hmm. but it does signal the technical traders to start selling off as well. And because of that, that'll further acerbate the moves probably to the downside. Well, and they always say, so you take the stairs up. And you take the elevator down. Yes. And so... It, and today we took the elevator down. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, um, But you w- know, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, reading the charts tomorrow and, and on Friday and stuff to see like, okay, so is, is sentiment good or is sentiment bad, you know, and to see what happens. I mean, uh, looking at your face right now, um, it, you're thinking it's going to continue to go down. Um but I kind of well, go, well, we're kind of in a weird historical place. And I think we would have to be hit pretty dang hard for us to have long-term yeah. downtrend because of the sentiment of traders, of day traders and things. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the thing is, is that over the last uh, you know 20 years, we've already gone through, um, we've already gone through two fundamental changes uh, in, in the way things happen, right? Some paradigm shifts in both trading and investing and how it's done. Uh, we're looking at number three coming up soon. We still have a little bit of time before that takes over, but 
Yeah, we've got uh, we've had two paradigm shifts. Uh, for instance, back when back when I first started, all right, and this was before the internet. Not to give away my age or anything, but it, it was a while ago. Uh, so before the internet, um, everybody that was trading in the market, at least professionally trading, had the same information at their fingertips at all times. Not only that, but they had an agreement as to how they were going to value a stock. All right, so we all had our little calculators or slide rules, depending on how old you were. Um, and we would take a look at the Wall Street Journal and we'd look at the value of the company, the number of stocks out there, do a little bit of division. And um, and because of the numbers that we had, we all agreed at what the company should be bought or sold at. And so there was very little movement. Now the internet comes about and we have a whole bunch of people that are not professionals. They have no idea how to value a stock. And so they start valuing stocks in a different way. Now everything is, do I feel like it's going going to go up or do I feel like it's going to go down? All right. So this is a very emotional gut uh, type move. And, um, and what that means is, is where we used to have numbers that we would rely on. Now those numbers no longer work. And so for a little while, everything was in chaos. Then came about the manipulation or stronger manipulation by the market makers, which uh, created more of a technical feel to how you traded. Since you could no longer value trade, now you had to technically trade. Mm -hmm. You had to understand how things were moving, why they moved, recognize the patterns in movement. So we're, we're still in that. Uh, we're going to have another paradigm shift when AI starts being able to recognize patterns. That's going to force us again to change things, um, or at least force the market makers to change things. That's not going to change probably the way uh, you know the professionals without four hundred million dollars in any given day do things, but it will yeah. certainly change the way that market makers look at it. Oh, no. I mean, sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like, do you see those long wicks? Holy crap, they're knocking out. Everybody stops. Yes. Knocking them all out. And so I, I feel like that's more of an AI thing or maybe a scalper thing. I, I just well, haven't seen that before except for in the last like four months. Yeah. So I talked to Scott Stokes about that and he's been, you know, he, he was one of those that was trading uh, not on the floors, but on the computers behind the floors. And he said that that, you know, that's been going on for a long time, that that sort of thing was something that they did back on the floor. They would run people out uh, that didn't know what they were doing in order to uh, get back in at the very low prices mm -hmm. or run people out at the top so that they could short at the best prices. Um, and that, that that's not something that's new. It's just something that uh, you have to recognize, oh, that's what's going on. That's what they're doing. Now, that's being used a little bit more as we you know, as we were in a sideways market, mm -hmm. um, then the top, both the tops and the bottom saw a lot more of those wicks knocking yeah. people out um, at the top and bottom of the so sideways So you want to take trend. a con confirmation trade, like it went out, and exactly. if it comes back in, then I'm well, willing to yeah, take and it. Well, yeah, and you have to look at it and say, all right, they're running everybody out right now. You see mm -hmm. that wick. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Because if they're running out everybody that has a short in the market, then likely it's because they want a larger volume of short. And so yeah. they run them out and now they can pick that, that short up at the better price and, and, uh, and then write it down, right? right? And so you're probably still looking at a good trade, but the wick did knock out your, your stop if you had one. And so you're right. You know, confirmation trade is the obvious way to go uh, with that. 
Well, if it knocked out your stop, then that, or it, it knocked you out of the trade because you had a stop. Yeah. So. Or you can simply expect it and say, no, I'm going to confirmation trade this. So I'm setting my alerts to hit this level. And then when it hits this level again, I'm back in. It's confirmed that it's, it's acting the way I thought it was going yeah. to. Right. All right. So enough of that. Mm-hmm. This has been a wonderful time for trading. Probably not the best time to invest long term. Probably not the best time to pick things up because we are getting downgraded. We've got some things going on in the markets that... If you're looking at it from a traditional standpoint, it should take it down. But having said that, from a traditional standpoint, we should be 30% below where we are right now. Yeah. You know, so, well, actually, probably 68% <laughs> if we were judging things the way we did back in the 90s. Well, right? there you go. There you yeah. go. It's just sentiment. Yes. Yes. So That's everything it. is sentiment. And we're, you know, it, it's yet to be seen what the stomach of these uh, by the dippers actually is. How, how low, yeah. Uh, so um, some other things that are going on. Here's something that I wanted everybody to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kraft Heinz last quarter shows shoppers are pushing back against higher prices on their favorite brands by buying less. Now, yep. this is not being seen in their, um, in their bottom line. In fact... Yeah, because they produce the... the the, the generic stuff too. They produce the generic stuff. They just put a slap on a different label, but it's the same dumb bottle. Well, yes, but their profit, mm-hmm. their their profit products are the brand labels. Yeah. All right. This is not being seen because they've raised their prices, and so they're actually two point six percent up on the second quarter as opposed to um, as opposed to the last quarter because they raised their prices. Well, inflation. So yeah, they're they're still getting more profit out of it simply by raising the prices. And as their volume goes down, their prices actually have been creeping up. So now they don't have to produce as, as much, much. But now they're charging more. Exactly. Oh, bless their hearts. Yeah. They're wonderful. Now, I, I read that because, because uh, well, actually, let me get through another point here. Coca-Cola CEO also recently noted that consumers globally were getting increasingly cost conscious, all right, as inflation weighs. Um, and the pocketbooks, uh, you know, on, on their pocketbooks and, and the economists debate uh, the likelihood of a recession ahead <laughs> because of this, right? Now, of course, the problem is, is that, is that Coca-Cola, like the rest of them, are saying, well, if we raise our prices, we don't have to sell as much. Yep. So let's just keep, uh, you know, raising our prices and sell to those people that are continuing to... Uh, uh, to buy because we can't lower our prices right now. Things cost too much. Yeah. So we're just going to have to shift to a, if you can afford it, buy it. Otherwise, you know, I guess, I guess don't. We'll just produce less. Um, well, then the generic prices are going up. They're just replacing the the, the non-generic prices. And that's fine. Yep. I see generic soda slowly. There's less of it, you know, or generic, generic brands uh-huh. are like, are actually becoming like the more popular brand, like Bar S hot dogs. Okay. Right. Never saw. Instead of Oscar Mayer Wiener. Yeah. Never saw commercials for Bar S hot dogs. The other day I was on YouTube and there was this huge Bar S 
commercial for their hot dogs and i was all what the crap that's like the crappy hot dogs right <laughs> i mean like oscar meyer's not like much better but like my kids well that's like, not a commercial for there's bar not <laughs> okay oh my gosh what if i bar us we buy you guys because you're cheap right but I, every now and then i'm all hey maybe i shouldn't because they're putting dye in there and as you get but you know your kids like junky hot like like the, the kids don't care the kids like the cheaper hot dogs that don't have much you know texture to it and stuff like that and so that's why you get it but i was all huh i guess you're doing better business since inflation everyone's like that's a cheaper hot dog yeah so now they can afford commercials so now they're doing the oscar meyer wiener commercials it'll be interesting to see what happens not oscar meyer yeah. wiener but now they're doing commercials like oscar meyer wiener yeah now i read that because despite the shift mm-hmm. all right despite the willingness of uh of the buying population the consumer population to switch brands, yeah. um, at least in certain uh, categories, uh, consumers becoming increasingly cost conscious, that has not put downward pressure on the prices. We aren't seeing prices fall in the grocery store. We continue to see them go up in the well, grocery store despite. Milk. I, I'm just, I'm just I'm looking just, at the numbers. I'm just telling you milk, they mm-hmm. had to put it back down because nobody was buying milk at Walmart. You know, everyone's like, the cheap milk sell Walmart, you know, and so then, and no, they raised the rates and then they put it back down at two bucks because nobody was coming in. Well, yeah, so there are actually a couple of things that, you know, um, that show that people are very cost conscious about. Okay. If you raise those in your grocery store, people will defect to other grocery stores. Oh, yes, they will. Milk is one of those. Um, Eggs had been for a while, but everybody was pushing the eggs up. So that wasn't a determining factor during they had the egg issue where they couldn't get eggs and all the the fowl were dying and everybody, you know, they were out of eggs. So that pushed the price up and everyone's like, eggs are valuable. So so they were willing to pay for those eggs. I had friends who were like, I'm going to go buy some chickens. I'm yeah. going to get some chickens because <laughs> eggs are getting too expensive. It's cheaper for me to raise my own eggs and stuff. And I was all, all right. But they don't smell as good. I oh. mean, your backyard will never smell as good as it did without but you'll chickens. Have, but you'll have an amazing garden because yes. chicken manure is amazing. <laughs> it really does make your garden grow. It's better. Well, there you go. There you go. Get a chicken. Chicken and turkey manure. Yeah, don't know about that. <laughs> Yep. Okay, okay. We died. Anyway, I digress. Yes. So so there are certain things in the grocery store, and milk is one of those, that they simply will take a loss on if they have to in order to keep customers coming in so that customers, uh, you know, don't shop the... Uh, Walmart is doing well because everybody believes that its prices are low enough that they don't have to, uh, you know, go to the papers and, and try and shop all the deals at every single store out there. Mm-hmm. they're the one place that you go saying, all right, well, they're probably, if I buy all my stuff here, it's probably less than, than driving around and shopping at, at five different places. Yeah. Right. Or at least that's the excuse. But if Walmart were to raise their prices on milk, no, people would probably start shopping those five stores. And so Walmart doesn't. Yep. Right. Um, they keep their core customers. Um, and now you might be out there they saying... They did raise their prices and people fled. And people and went away. And then they exactly. lowered their prices and people came back. Yeah, it worked. It worked. What do you know? 50 cents on a gallon. It, it yeah. makes a big deal. Sometimes even a dollar. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an extra dollar a week and people run to somewhere else. That's right. They spend an extra dollar in, in fuel trying to 
you know, find some place that will oh, stop give it. them milk. Stop it. Let us, <laughs> let us, <laughs> let those who are looking for a good deal get the win on that. I got a no, good you know deal, what? even I'm, though I spent the gas. I, you, I still feel like I spend less, like at Walmart and all these, and Winco, if I know what I'm getting. No, no, Then you, when you I are. go to Fry's and Safeway, like, I just look at the stuff. I'm like, I got all this at those stores, yeah. and I got this little bit at Safeway and Albertsons and Fry's. So. And don't let me dissuade you, okay? No, the, no, I was not. I was not. In fact, if you want to become wealthy, the very best way is to earn more and spend less. That's right. So become cost conscious, even though you're going to increase your, you know, your earning power. Okay, is this a trading show or are we just going to talk about... Well, earning more is actually part of trading, so I don't feel bad about it. But All yeah, right. let's, let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Right. Sorry, I, I keep pulling you off. Okay, go One ahead. of the big things that happened uh, this week was the latest meme stock jumped up. All right, so the latest meme stock is Tupperware. Hey, that stuff is really good. And honestly, if I had seen that meme, I might have bought it. Well, I might yeah. have bought Tupperware when it was low. <laughs> well, but maybe in the short. past. Maybe I'll short it. Yeah, but, but now Tupperware is one of the more expensive brands. And these cost-conscious c- customers, cost-conscious com- shoppers conscious. are switching brands. And, and that's really hurt the company. The company's been downgraded. They've been looking at possible, uh, possible bankruptcy. Jeez. And so the stock itself has has really run down, you know, under a dollar. Now, all of a sudden it jumps up. The stock jumps up to over three, uh, almost four dollars. Well, no, I think it got up to five dollars, you know, from, from down in the 60 cent mark. And that's an 800% return. But of course, now it's dropping. This happened because just like, um, you know, ju- just like GameStop, Mm-hmm. This is a pump and dump situation. <laughs> yeah, where they were trying to run it up and they were trying to pull out the shorts. Now, it didn't go anywhere close to what GameStop did, right? Game- yeah, well, it was like, it was at 62 cents. Right. That was its lowest. And then it shot up to and, like five bucks, right? And then it shot up to like uh, 538 mm-hmm. just recently. And so, then it dropped back down. Now it's nah, down in the... Five- Forty-five seventy. Yeah, and now it's down, back down into the uh, three dollar range. Yeah, yeah. three ninety-five. Yeah. Uh, so it's already dropping, just like with GameStop. All right. Yeah. Now pump and dumps are actually illegal, but the way that people are getting away with it is they're simply putting it out on social media. Hey, this is you know we're going to do this on the Wall Street bets thing. All right. So a lot of these people that, that got into this, right, it sounds like if they're putting it out on this Wall Street bets and things like that, then, you know, from one level, you would look at it saying, oh, wow, it worked. They, they put it out there and all of a sudden the stock ran up. Right. But they, had, they but it were ran able up. to put it, it up. Went, it, like, it, it didn't even Eiffel Tower. It didn't even have, it was like straight up. It mm-hmm. was like a cliff wall yeah. that, that climbed up. So if crazy. you heard about it just one minute too late then what you did was buy it at the top and now it's on its way down. And that's where the vast majority of people that try to get in on these meme stocks that are listening to the Wall Street bets, and this is why it's illegal because, you know, these pump and dumps are illegal because the vast majority are simply taken advantage of. Yeah. Um, I, I thought I thought Tupperware was like an MLM, <laughs> multi-level company. I was all, wait, that's on the stock market? You can market? do the stocks on that? I'll not because it's, yes. good, it's good quality stuff. I mean, I bought it from someone at, they had a Tupperware party, I still have it it was 18 years yeah. ago it's good well, stuff 
and unfortunately, it's thinking about bankruptcy because it has been losing money, just like GameStop, for yeah. a couple of years now. Yeah. And so, you know, is there any reason, you know, you might love the stuff, but I don't care how much you love the stuff. If the company is going into bankruptcy, you don't buy the stock. Well, I don't see it in right? stores. I've never seen Tupperware in stores. So, I mean, unless you got some know. Tupperware representative or something, you just don't see it. Maybe they... Maybe they have some other kind of sell on a different name. I don't know. I don't know. Being a man, I never looked at that sort of that thing. That doesn't get you excited. You I know, know like right? Tools. Yeah. yeah. Go I, to I, go in, or I go and commune with the tool section when my wife yeah. is doing something like trying to buy Tupperware. Yeah. Rubbermaid. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't care. Anchorware. (laughs) (laughs) One way or another, here Tupperware is, the latest meme stock, losing money, and most of those that uh, got into it um, are losing money. And that's just the way things happen. So if you're hearing the hot stock tip on Reddit or Wall Street Bets or something like that. They've already set you up. Yeah, you're probably donating money to the cause, to somebody else's cause, not your cause. Yeah. All right. Short it when it hits the top. Yes. And if you don't know how to short again... Come on in, okay? We love to teach you. <laughs> All right, now something else that's coming up is that Apple is showing weaker sales on iPhones. And iPhones, of course, have been their backbone, uh, you know, of, uh, of profit. Oh, don't say that. I love my Apple phone. Well, I'm not saying that they're not I mean, if they good. brought down the prices, I wouldn't be sad. Yeah. But because you know, but... people's credit cards are hitting limits, yeah. fewer people are buying the very brand new ones. The brand new ones. Yeah. They're like, I don't have any extra, you know, I don't have right. any extra cashola to, to go and get it. Like we have, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it's just, nobody's doing it. They're keeping their old phone. They're like, it and still so, works. Yeah. Now, now that, that's been hitting Apple and it's probably going to continue to hit Apple as this uh, problem, you know, as we see the, the limits of this problem because people aren't getting more room on their credit cards. And so this as is- As the rates go up and as inflation yeah, increases. That's exactly right. And so we're likely to see this particular thing uh, continue to plague Apple. And uh, for the at least those that know what they're doing, they're probably going to be putting pressure on Apple to go down. Okay. Uh, again, shorting. But this is also affecting Qualcomm. Mm. Because mm, Qualcomm is there tied at the hip with Apple and many things. Mm. Uh, that's something that not a lot of people are looking at. And so there might be some action for those that know what they're doing. And also Qualcomm. shorting Qualcomm. Because Qualcomm is going to uh, be more sensitive to this than Apple. Once again, we're not telling you to take these trades. If you know what no. to do, you know, like we could be totally wrong. I have not looked at the charts on these, on these like, stocks we're just saying hey this is what's going on in in the area and so like it's well, up to you it's there is another thing that i'm saying here there the other thing that i'm saying down. is is that yeah we, we've got a lot of problems in the markets here and these numbers are actually bearing it out now we've got we're in the middle of quarterlies and even though uh even though you know the those that don't know what they're doing are looking at the numbers saying ooh they beat their estimates they estimated that they would only be at this level and they actually beat that and therefore we should prop up the stock keep buying you know they yeah. they're doing well because they beat their estimates what you're not looking at is their estimates were already low <laughs> they're like it's going to be a getting suck lower. year so let's just let's and so just make they a beat, low yeah so so think about that yeah even though they're lower than they were they beat their estimates, a low estimate. They mm-hmm. beat it by just a little bit. And so you're buying the stock. Yeah. 
That doesn't make any sense. You're sending it higher when when they beat Once their again, guidance sentiment. on it, but the whole thing is down. Yeah. So Once again, it doesn't matter. It's what the church telling you. A technical well, analysis is what the church telling you. So if it's going up, then you trade up. If it's going down, then you trade down. Like yes. You really, or if it's sideways, you trade sideways. You know, but the majority the of the market doesn't even have technical analysis on their side. Mm. The then majority of people are just saying, well, heck, everything else is down. I'm going to buy Apple. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be okay. Yeah. And it's sending Apple up and other things down, but... But, uh, you know, there's no reason that Apple should be at new highs with the numbers they've got. Their numbers mm. are worse than they used to be. And so why did the Apple keep going up? Yeah. Made zero sense. All right. Finally, I wanted to talk about Toyota earnings because Toyota earnings were a surprise. Once again, I love Toyota. Yes. Yeah. Toyota is more profitable than Tesla. And that was a surprise. Really? I think people are trying to buy reliability. <laughs> well. And Toyota has been pretty dang reliable. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, I like Toyota myself. but um, Not you know, that I own Toyota right now. Making that clear. Do not own Toyota. But it's right on now. the list. But I love it. It's I love that company. Well, yeah. we, yeah. <laughs> we decided to go with the, with American brand and... Yeah, so I think that the analysis is actually a little bit unfair here. Yeah. Because Tesla is in a build-up period where they're spending a lot of money on, on uh, you know, building up factories and things mm-hmm. like that. And, but, but Toyota is not. Yeah. Right? They don't have to build up factories. And so I think that the comparison is unfair right there. However... I do think that Tesla is going to continue to go down because Tesla went up and up and up until all of the sudden they had competition, right? And so if you look at at their upward climb, it was in a period where they were more or less an oligopy, where nobody was competing with them. They were the only EV on the road with any with any distance to them. Yeah. The only option that people had if they wanted to have an electric vehicle, but they also wanted to be able to travel more than 50 or 60 miles in any given day. Right? I, I don't know. I have a friend who's, whose daughter took her Tesla to uh, California, and she was so mad. She's like, I had to stop like every four hours to charge for two hours just to get... I stopped like three times to get to California. And she's like, never again. I'm getting a gas-powered car. And taking it to California from here from to from Arizona to California, and I thought that's kind of funny. No, that's true, but as a commuter car, having as, the two hundred oh, miles is sufficient. Yeah, typically. it gets you around, and, right? and typically, and so it's a great commuter car, and that is what she said. So, yeah. yep. So I think that that her their Tesla was, and it was climbing, climbing, climbing until all of a the sudden, there in twenty twenty one, they had competition mm-hmm. because now who isn't building? electric Electric vehicles well but they're still but tesla still is the front runner like there was an article the other day where ford's like we're not really happy with our evs and going up against tesla well yeah but if you look at the chart they started losing ground and the the stock started dropping and has continued to drop every time there's a new entrant into the ev market Mm -hmm. the electric vehicle market continues to go down yeah guess who is now coming up with their own electric vehicle who toyota and they that's right 2025 (laughs) they'll have an electric vehicle out on the road so what's that going to do to tesla all right do you hear my maniacal laugh because i'm sorry (laughs) but but we lived in japan for almost six years and if anybody can make something good and make it better it's 
it's peop- it's the Japanese. Mm-hmm. They're amazing at copycatting it and making it better. Some of the best French food I had, you guys will not believe this, was in Japan. Some of the best pastries I've ever had in my life was in Japan. I mean, they copycat and then they make it better. I don't know what is in it in the water there, but they are amazing at this. So like, so when you hear my maniacal laugh, I'm like, well. I might begin a Toyota in two years. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, so Toyota has announced their EV. They believe... Tesla better be scared. They believe that they're going to have a range on this in the 600-mile mark. Oh, I believe it. And that they're going to be able to get it charged in 30 minutes. So, if you don't believe it, you should because <laughs> <laughs> I know they will do it. That's amazing. At any rate, you know, the point of this is, is, that, um, is that Tesla might not continue to be an upward darling, but I think it will be a trading darling. Well, and I think it, it does have merit to say it's going to be a, hopefully a, around a long time. Like, yes. like Ford or GM, you know, one of those guys, Chevrolet. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I'm 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 not thinking that you know they are not profitable. the dandy. Uh-huh. They are profitable, unlike Lucid, unlike Rivian. They are profitable, right? Well, they're finally profitable. I mean, there was times where they weren't. Yeah, and maybe but, Lucent will get there. But having that oligopoly to start gave them a massive head start. It did, just allowing like Ford. them to get to a point where they could be profitable and compete in a very, uh, you know, in in a a market where there is a lot of com- competition. Yeah. So I think that they've actually got staying power, but that's that, that really doesn't have anything yeah. to do with the stock because the stock d- is going to have the pressure of having competition where it didn't before. That's true. All right. Um, however, that doesn't make it any less tradable because from a trading standpoint, you're exactly right. Who cares because everything is sentiment. And so what you look for as a trader is you want something with some very violent swings both up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, some very reliable, predictable violent swings up and down. If you're, if you're like yeah. in a day trader, if you're, you know. If, right. I mean. A trader if you're, if instead you're, of an investor. It, for oh, investors, yes. Tesla okay. might investor. not be the way to go. For, for traders, it's still going to be a know. favorite. They might. All right. Look at Toyota. The swings are not violent. The ups and downs are not impressive. For Tesla, big swings up and down, and you know, and and they come at a regular interval. So mm-hmm. much more tradable than than Toyota. Mm-hmm. So in, maybe invest in Toyota and trade in Tesla. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Depending on what you know and and how well you know how to protect <laughs> like, yourself. It's it moves. You know, slowly. I'm like, hmm. I might be investing in that. There you go. Yep. All right. We'll see. Um, but yeah, understand how to do them. But y- you know, you're exactly right. Uh, the The price of the stock is not dependent upon the value of the company overall because people that are trading that stock uh, simply have no idea how to value the company. Well, it's their sentiment value. Like right. They're just loyal. They're like, I love this company. I'm going to trade it. And okay, great. Well, and nothing says that the value of the of the company doesn't matter more than these meme stocks, stocks like GameStop, mm-hmm. like Rubbermaid, you know, these companies that haven't made profits in Tupperware. years. Tupperware. Yeah, Tupperware. I'm sorry, not <laughs> Rubbermaid. It's all right. I, I'd, I'd have to check that you out. But Tupperware. Mm-hmm. All right. One way or another, the meme stock is showing everybody what is actually going on in the markets. Yeah. And what is actually going on in the markets is because those people trading have no idea how to value things, mm-hmm. it's never going to trade based on value. It's going to trade based on sentiment. 
And therefore, if you are going to be trading in the markets, you need to learn how to find sentiment, how to find where it's going to turn, what it means, and and how to how to figure out how you know how to predict it. Yeah. How about that? Okay. And if you want to learn that, it turns out that we teach classes about that and about shorting. By the way, I know we've talked a lot about shorting because the market is falling. Um, and, and if you want to learn that, then just come into one of our classes. We have online classes. We have in-person classes. Now, if you're in the, in the Phoenix area, the in-person class is so much better. So much better, okay, than the online class. But if you're not in the Phoenix area, the online class is still suitable. It, it still works. You yeah. need to figure out how, how this is done and what's going on. You can register for that class simply Both by classes. going to, mm-hmm. yeah, by either class, right, online or in-person. So you would register simply by going to our website. The website is www.tradingacademy.com. That's www.tradingacademy.com. All right, register for one of the classes. We hope to see you there. Otherwise, we will see you again next week on this uh, on this podcast. Have Bye. a good week. See you.